And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Key, where we talk about this week's new comic releases, whether they're DC, Marvel, or indie. We're talking about them all. For those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out on Tuesdays, new Marvel and indie comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on a Thursday uh november i always forget what month it is it's november november 10th 2022 here to talk about uh all the stuff that came out this week and there was a bunch i'm your host Demetra Pereira, and uh, if you're watching the live stream you're watching us on twitch or youtube at you know blah 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 slash the keeg show or listening to us on your on our podcast and then you can't see our faces or the guests so let me introduce them first coming back is justin musso aka Muso. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's your username, but it's always it's always exactly. spelled different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it it comes and goes. It goes through. You know, it it's constantly evolving, constantly changing, adapting to the times. I don't even know what it is now. I don't know whether I'm I'm I've displayed the correct usernames for you. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. It's it, it really if if you go for any kind of variation on moose oh you're probably gonna hit me it, it's it's you know yeah the seo the seo will get on there yeah uh i hope i hope they find you yeah you too yeah uh then we also got manny hundress aka manny reads comics manny how you doing i'm pretty good you know very very simple handle there nothing to mess up yeah it's like <laughs> but, who are you yeah. what are you doing and what are you doing to what yeah, you know what? You should probably change it to Manny Talks Comics now, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you've been talking. Have you been, been talking more than reading? You know, that should have been my name. Now that I think about it, I just I completely ruined it. I need to stop now. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you ever became like a toxic comic bro, you would be Manny yeah. T-O-X Comics. Oh. I like that. You know, I'm just going to put that in general because, you know, uh, to <laughs> some people I'm toxic, to Are some you? people I'm not, you know. Sure. I mean, depends on my take, right? Not like, really. It, it's how Spider-Man you approach sucks. Your, your take. No, right? <laughs> no, I mean, I hate everything that's good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um, uh, both of you guys read a lot of comics. I read a lot of comics this week. Um, I want to know uh what we read. Um, uh, whoever wants to go first, I'm primed and ready. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll jump in. So. This week, uh, for the, my haul included uh, Fantastic Four number one, mm-hmm. uh, Sabretooth and the Exiles number one, Moon Knight seventeen, Marauders eight. Sorry, Legion of sorry. X. Sit, uh, I'm trying to flip through. It's not your fault. I put this in the wrong yeah. order anyway. You got Fantastic You're Four good. number one, Sabretooth and Exiles one. What's what was next? Yes, uh, Moon Knight seventeen. Okay. Then Marauders number eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legion of X number seven, Judgment Day Omega, Dua Powerbomb number six, Minor Threats number three, Specs number one, and Wildcats number one. What was the what was before Wildcats? Uh, Specs. What Specs? Uh, it's a it's a new mm-hmm. series from Boom. Oh. Um, it's by the same, the, uh, writer of Canto, if you ever check that one out, I, I, I enjoy it. And then, uh, the illustrator of House of Slaughter, the, oh. um, something is going to children, like expanded, uh, book. Yeah. Um, it's really neat. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that when we get to the yeah. talking portion of it, but it's, I, I, I liked it. Yeah. You read a lot. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, Manny, what would you read? So I uh, I started off with Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Batgirls, Batman versus Robin. Could you give me issue Dark numbers, Crisis. too? Just so we know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Back, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 13, mm-hmm. Batgirls 12, Batman versus Robin number three, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths number six, Dark Ride number two, Fantastic Four number one as well, uh, Minor Threats number three, Moon Knight 17, Nice House on the Lake 11, Radiant Black 19, Spider-Man 2, Superman Son of Kal-El number 17, and the last one is uh, Traveling to Mars by Ablaze number one. Nice. Okay. Um, I read, let's see, what did I read? I read Fantastic Four number one, Marauders eight, Legion of X seven, Axe Judgment Day Omega, Sabretooth of the Exiles, Amazing Spider-Man 13, Spider-Man 2, Batman vs. Robin 3, Dark Crisis 6, Superman Son of Kal-El 17, Wonder Woman 793, Avengers 62, Wolverine 27, Captain America Sentinel Liberty 6, The New Golden Age, Batman Incorporated number 2, and that's it. I don't know how I got to everything. But I pretty much got to everything. I think... Between, between the three of us, I think we've read at least half the comics that came out this week, if Every not book. if not more. <laughs> uh, we, got, I mean, we got a good spread. Half of all comics, but like a good amount of the main two. Mm-hmm. Like okay. DC and Marvel. And I also like, I bought some of the variants as well, because I, I like to do that. So, yeah. man, <laughs> that um, was a tough week. There's been some really good variants uh, coming out, you know, lately. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, like, I know a couple of these books that came out this week had a bunch of variants and I tried mm-hmm. to save all the images and then put them in a little slideshow when we talk about them. So we'll see if, mm-hmm. uh, if some of your favorite variants pop up um, for those of you who are variants. watching us live, you can see it all, you know, you can see all the covers, but you know, if you're listening to the podcast, whatever way you digest us, as long as you're digesting us, thank you so much uh, for that. But there's a little extra visual component when you watch us uh, on our live stream. Um, what were you guys' picks of the week? Many. Uh, <laughs> mine is is Moon Knight seventeen. Is it? Was uh, that good? It, it's. Mm. It really feels like Moon Knight consistently. Not, even if it's not my pick of the week for the week that it comes out, it's it's always really good. It has been for the last seventeen issues, and um, I want to say. A little over half of those 17 have been like when it comes out, that's my pick of the week. Like it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, Moon Knight. Yep. I'll 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 second the love for Moon Knight. It's not my pick of the week, but it is this run has been probably one of one of the best. And like again, I I, I hope that we're a long way from it being over because it's just been so good and each issue has been just great. But it, it already feels like it's gonna be one of those like this is when when they talk about Moon Knight. This is like one of the runs that people are like, if you want to know who this character is, read this run. Yeah, because like yes. every issue, it in in the best possible way, it is like Moon Knight can't lose, but not in a way that feels like cheap or like like strung along by plot. Like it just feels like genuine. Like this is why Moon Knight shouldn't lose. It's a, it's like a, it's like a big argument of like here's everything about Moon Knight and why he rules. Um, and yeah, issue 17 was great. 
Like, uh, yeah, especially, just, especially in this one, he was like, hey, look, if it was one on one on one, y'all would beat me. But mm-hmm. this is why you're not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, what what issue yeah. is it on now? 17. I think I read maybe mm-hmm. up to like 12 or 13. So I'm only a couple issues behind, but um, yeah, the art's been really good, and I'm not really mm-hmm. a a huge Moon Knight fan, but this run has been really good. It's, you know, it's solid. It's it's really good. Yeah, um, the first Moon Knight run that I've that I've read. So. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, it's it's really. I mean, like Jed McKay, it's one of those things where it's 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 you feel the love for the character coming mm-hmm. through in the book, and that like. You know, like it, it's it's thing where it, it manages to utilize a lot of the continuity of the character without it feeling like let me just list off a bunch of stuff that I know about this character. Like it all it all feels justified and like moving the character forward to whatever is like going to be coming next for him. Um, like with the whole midnight mission thing and like with Hunter's Moon, like an additional like new characters like that. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just really yeah, cool. Like even the side characters in the in this series have been like I I love them, right? Like Soldier is one of them where I'm like mm-hmm. I hope Soldier stays along for the ride for a long time. Right? Mm, absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> um, for me though, I think looking through my list, I think my pick of the week. Uh, I mean, I, I, as as it also tends to be when it an issue of it comes out is probably do a power bomb number six. Um, I'm, I'm a huge, I, I am an evangelist for Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer as a creative team. Anytime a book of theirs comes out, it, it is just usually one of what, one of whatever my favorite comic is like, it's usually like one of them, one of my favorite comics out whenever one of their books is out. Yeah. And it's, it, it's always such a really, really powerful blend of like action and emotion uh that really is it's a visceral and like this one is you know like the, i think this is the second to last episode issue i think there's one more issue after this and it is set up a like massive like how 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 is it going to like how are they going to get out of this one is like really and like it's been one of those things that just feels like you know, it, Daniel Warren doesn't even talk about it at the end. At the end of this one, he's like, "I keep wanting to go in and be like, how can we top what we did?" You know, like which is fitting with the theme of it being like a very like pro wrestling book. Yeah. But like, how how can we how can we put it over like to the next issue? And like the way this one ends into the next issue is like, yeah, I don't think you can really like that is that is going to be the ceiling. Like you you literally cannot go further than that. As someone who doesn't read it at all, I have no idea what it could be. I feel like every time I come onto the show, I, I say I need to start reading Do a Power Bomb. Cause every time I come on, I feel like I, the other person talks about it. <laughs> so I, I need to read it. I will. Yeah. I will eventually get to it. Was it someone here who read uh Hell is a Squared Circle? Mm-hmm. I I think I think it was I think that came out. Did you read it last time you were on Comic Talk? No, because it it came out, uh, I think, a week after or a week or two after I was on. But I I, I had read it. And it is also very good. It's a one shot, um, but it's it's, it's a really good wrestling comic. And it's 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 yeah, it's just if if you're a fan of wrestling and a fan of comics, you do owe it to yourself. Pick up Hell's a Squared Circle. Yeah, uh, I read it. I'm not a big wrestling fan, but like I thought it was good. It was very kind of like a you know, the slippery decline of, like, bad mistakes. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of one of those kind of downer comics, but... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, not a happy comic. Yeah. I just, I wonder, like, you, I don't know, definitely using the medium of comics. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, did they just do a one-shot just to do, like, a Netflix show? No, didn't seem like it. It just yeah. seemed like, I, I just I, want I to think, write a comic. I think, I think it was, yeah, I think, I think it was very much like I have, I have an idea for a story, and it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not one for one of the, like, the big two or anything. It's not pitched yeah. as a series. It's just, like, this is my one, this is my story. This is, like, yeah. the story I want to tell. It's just in this one, you know, 30-ish, like, page comic. Yeah. And there it is. And it's, like, this is the medium I want to tell the story in. That makes sense. Uh, it could have been a short film. I think yeah. I think that could have. I could see that. You know? Um, but this wrestling's been popping up a lot more and I don't want to go too into depth because I feel like I do it on a lot of these episodes, but did you read, uh, did either of you read the most recent flash issue? I thought I, that's I, where you were going with this. I've know. seen, I've seen a lot of the panels from it. I need, I'm, I'm slowly working my way to catch up with this newest run of flash and I'm really yeah. enjoying it, but I, I'd yeah. seen the page, the, the pages from it. I'm like, Oh, I love this. It was just like a one shot kind of filler. Manny, did we talk about this? No, but like I did see, um, I think not flat that because what you're talking about is Flash 787. I think in 786, the last pages had like a little a promo for oh. the next issue that was that was like, oh no, there was like a video, right? Like there's a video of the actual writer uh doing a promo. Oh, that's for, fun for that issue, like yeah. and doing like a wrestling promo. So I thought that was cool, yeah, but I don't read Flash. Oh, that's very <laughs> true. Like, uh, it was a one shot. It was good. It was like I normally don't like one shots, and I normally am, am, am ambivalent to uh, to wrestling. But the issue really worked, and I was like, okay, all right, maybe I'll check it out. I, I read it. Just like read that one, and it's not like yeah. you don't even have to read anything else. It's just like read the one, and then you're like, okay, whatever. I thought it was super fun. Um, uh, but that was your pick, Justin. Was uh yeah, do a power parabol number six. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is like I said, I think the, the final issue comes out next month, I wanna say now. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I will definitely be getting the trade once it is collected and adding it to my library of Daniel Warren Johnson books. Yeah. I uh, I'm gonna am I gonna be a corporate shill? I think I gotta I gotta pick yeah. the new golden age. Uh no, never mind. I uh, can't I gotta go. I'll see. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> so I gotta go. I can't be here. Man's got, man's gonna log off on that choice. I mean, I yeah. didn't pick I didn't pick Dark Crisis Six. Um I picked the new golden age, but I really I I did like it. And I'm a big sucker for DC setting up good ideas, even if maybe they don't execute them like the setup i'm like i have hope and dc comics really is about hope right like like it's like a a a a fundamental building block of their universe is like hope and like legacy and whatnot but like hope applying to this uh you guys know the premise of this sort of it's uh it's like a lost there's a lost generation of heroes that would deal with like the original jsa um, it's like the 13 or something like that that like I, like lost a time and it's like a bunch of legacy characters. I know I know I saw the Red Lantern stuff. Yeah, out of it. yeah. So it comes 
so this is written by Jeff Johns and it come it's setting off like a new initiative or not a new initiative kind of a new bunch of plots um because after dark, dark crisis ends it's going to be dawn of the dcu or something i think that's the new initiative after dark crisis so there's kind of two things there's dawn of the dcu which i guess is nightwing oriented and like pushing nightwing forward and then there's bringing back like jsa because we haven't had a jsa comic in a long time and but basically with the jsa yeah at the end of flashpoint beyond number six Mm. basically they had like a bunch 12 tubes of people that had gone missing or like they were in the tubes and then they were missing so i don't know in what order basically Mm. there were key people plucked out of time back in the golden age uh where the js with the jsa they were plucked out of time and the dc universe we know has never included them because they were plucked out of time but now i think they're gonna plug them back in and where this differs is that i don't think they're taking it too seriously it's they're like like it's not like dr manhattan has like messed up the universe again it's more like mr terrific had a little a little sidekick called whiz kid and whiz kid is just like really good at learning things and like he just disappeared and like there a lot of them are kids that disappeared a lot of them are like next generation jsa kind of things so there's like a witch girl that trained with Dr. Fate. There's Wizkid. A lot of those JSA characters that didn't have sidekicks, they gave them sidekicks. But they said mm-hmm. they've been plucked out of time mm-hmm. this whole time. Um, yeah. That being said, they're not all sidekicks. They There is a Golden Age Aquaman, but that's not Arthur Curry. Not Arthur Curry. He okay. has a different origin story, but he looks like Aquaman. Like he looks like classic Aquaman when we think of like so he's got the blonde hair and yeah everything, like, like, the like the short orange, cut, like the orange shirt cut. and like the green yeah know. yeah okay so but his name is Alan Waterman is his like alias sure. and it just says he uh, he just I think is it but I think that was the name of my 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 junior high principal well I think his name was uh, Alan Waterman uh, that's anyway. a tough. You know, how did they come up with Waterman? Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. I don't think they're taking it seriously. They're like, okay, let's well, yeah, do and, these like, that is, conventions. Yeah, that is, that, is, that is kind of sticking with a lot of the, like, Golden Age and, like, Silver Age, like, character names. Of, if, if it's not going to be alliterative, it's going to be a pun about who they, like, their secret identity. Yeah. Yeah. Waterman is Aquaman? Waterman. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You know? Um but like so like in the in the back of the new golden age book they have like um character bios like and then they their stats have it's so weird they'll be like first appearance and they'll list a comic book title but if you go and you look at that comic book title they never appeared because they were supposed to have appeared in that Mm -hmm. like that's kind of it's this like kind of cool retroactive thing um what kind what makes me really look forward to this one is that it's drawn by Todd Nock, who uh uh his art is very juvenile, especially because like of like Young Justice when he wrote Young Justice or uh drew Young Justice. He also dealt with a lot of JSA characters in Young Justice. Um, so like I have hope there and like Jeff Johns and him, I think they could like do something with it. I wonder I wonder if like let's just say whiz kid 
if WizKid becomes like this this huge character that everybody loves, uh, like you got to have the first appearance. Would the first appearance be this book that you're talking about, or would it be the one that's listed where he never showed up? But yeah. technically, that's the one that you should get. Like that's the that's the one that's going to be. No, uh, I think it would be this issue. <laughs> I don't think comic book collectors would get an issue that they weren't in but listed to be in i don't know i don't know i feel like if i was a seller i would really try to push that and be like no no no, you're not a real collector if you don't have the if first appearance have. of whiz kid yeah from 1944 <laughs> yeah um that, that, that would be that would be a very funny like selling point for like comic shops is that they have like yeah wall issues and it's like first appearance of whiz kid it's like he's not actually in the book it's like super meta like yeah. it's just this like <laughs> oh um, but yeah, they have it for everyone, including yeah, Red Red Lantern, which mm. is the, like him and Aquaman are the only two adults, as far as I know, who disappeared. But both of them, um, Red Lantern, like the Soviets made their own Green Lantern, but it was red. So it's, so it's not, but it's not part of like the Red Lantern. No, just like Alan no, it, Scott. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. he he oh, has like a red flame, like Alan Scott has a green flame. So. Oh. You know, oh, uh, one of the one of the main characters in this is is Helena Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, there's like a 10, mm-hmm. 10 years in the future, like little kid Helena is mm-hmm. uh, is is you know is a kid at Gotham Elementary. So you said that, Helena Wayne. So is this is this not? It's not Bernelli. It's no, a, no, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not Helena Bertinelli. It's not Huntress. It is the daughter that was shown before that he had with Catwoman. Yeah, in, all, in a possible alternate future. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, is this still Prime Earth? I mean, all signs are pointing to yes, it's still Prime Earth. It's just mm-hmm. in the future, Batman will have a kid. Yeah, and so, but like mm-hmm. the future is always changing, so they do their thing. But uh, mm-hmm. most of the characters are from the past, but um. I think it has to do with Per Degaton. I don't know if you guys know oh, the yeah. JSA mm-hmm. villain. Villain. He's a time traveler. Mm-hmm. There's something going on there. Anyway, it's setting up the new Justice Society comic. I don't want to talk too much about it. I already talked too much about it. But like, I thought it was cool. That's cool. Though. You know, some of it's tongue in yeah, no, cheek. Some of for, it's for fans. you know. Mm. Um, but none of you guys read it. Mm. No. Oh. I was gonna say it sounds really cool. Uh, if you're a fan of JSA and stuff like that, yeah, it, this is a great time for you. But uh, you know, nothing against it. It's just not something that like pulled me towards it. Yeah, I, just, I didn't gravitate it. I'll be honest though, like I like JSA getting more like airtime right now because I don't think they were done justice in Black Adam, and the show that they are done justice in, which is Star Girl, is ending. Is ending. So yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, Stargirl's ending with this season. So it's like, come on. Like, if you're a JSA <laughs> fan, like, but this is being written not as, like, this hardcore, edgy JSA. It's still, like, we're about family, you know? Mm-hmm. So and it sounds like it's still about legacy. Like, yeah. Like you're saying, like, it, it's all these new young characters. So it's still JSA, but it's, you're still going to get this, like, legacy kind of thing that they're setting up with Dark Crisis. So yeah. That's cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and also a lot of these characters are diverse. I should I should mention that. So they're putting a little bit of 
diversity retroactively into DC continuity. You know? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, what else did you guys read that was really good this week? Because again, we read, we all read a lot. A lot. So if we want to stay on DC, I will say I have not been a fan of Batman versus Robin with these last two issues. Mm-hmm. But the, but this third one really turned everything around. And, you know, I've been talking crap about Mark Wade to a couple of friends. And then oh. this when I read this, I was like, hey, I just want to make it abundantly clear that I, I never had a doubt in Mark Wade. All right. Never, <laughs> not one time, not one time did I ever say anything bad about him. No, I, I was scared anyway. there for a bit, but this this issue is it was like I was reading it. Uh, we get we see Batman land uh, on I think it's Lazarus Island. Yeah, and uh, he gets he gets attacked by every single one of the Robins, and each with each one he's kind of learning a lesson. And as it started, as I'm going through it, I'm like, we've we've heard this story before. We've learned this lesson. He's learned this lesson. The the only one that was like really new was a. Uh, dick grayson yeah with the yeah you put me behind the mask you know you killed dick grayson so so robin could live that was that was different and so that was kind of cool but then you realize like what's actually happening at the end of it so i, I really like and the fact that like he made it pretty clear too that that damien isn't just all willy-nilly going behind meza he has got his own plan he's holding back soon. right yeah, we, we assumed that Damien had his own plan, but we, we don't know for sure. Now we do. So, I don't know. I thought this was a, a really good one. And then everything that has to do with uh, Alfred. Super it, sad. Suited. You know, RIP my boy, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> but it was a great it was a great issue. And so it was my number two issue. And that's a surprise because I was hating on Batman versus uh, Robin one and two. Like, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's the point, you know? Yeah. But exactly. this issue, they they kind of showed there was a there is a point. There is a point, yeah. You know, um, Justin, did you read this one? Uh, I didn't. I I had heard a lot of talk, and and I said I've seen a lot of things, and like you said, I, I saw a lot of people kind of coming to that same conclusion of they were not super on board for the first two issues, but then with this one, like once it became kind of a little more clear about like what was what they were doing with the story. And, and and with Batman and like the Robins and everything that they were like okay okay I see I see what's happening here and it was it's 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 an interesting thing because I've seen that happening a lot with like a lot of Bat books in specific in in recent history but mm. I, it, with with a lot of like you know you saw, it, it's it's the 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 thrill and and the risk of risk reward of, of being a, a month-to-month comic book reader yeah is that you gotta put you gotta put like some modicum of faith in a book that's gonna go somewhere and typically i i I don't know if it's just me being a little more of a lenient person but i'm usually like six issues if it's if it's Mm -hmm. if it's if it's if it's it's gonna be like a a mini series i know that i unfortunately gotta put in for whatever the length of it is because it might be taken till literally the last issue before it ties itself into a knot and i have to be like Okay, fine. Um, but like, if if it's if it's any kind of an ongoing, I tend to give it like at least five or six issues. That's nice of you, like to give to it establish five or six? like to to establish like a premise, like to see yeah. if it's like building to something. It, it's it's like I, I mean, I was on board with the like Zdarsky Jimenez uh, Batman book from like the jump. 
because I'm a fan of both the creators and I'm like, okay, what are we going to do with it? And like, as it, as it has gone on, I'm just like, whoa, this is nuts. This is a crazy story that we're telling with this. And like, yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. And then kind of see, seeing it constantly, like, just again, like build and build and like, see, like, see what, like what, what's happening next. And it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, like people got a lot of bent out of shape because the like panels of like the Batman referring to like Robbins as a soldier and everything like was taken out of context and yeah. out of story context, which yeah, is a bad, is a, not a good look for, Bruce Wayne in 2022 to be like you, th- these people you know they're your family and you're gonna call them soldiers right and it's like no like clearly like in the context of the story it was to make a point and to make a contrast mm-hmm. that would come like another by the next issue even yeah but it's 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 hard and I think I think in this day and age of you know previews and leaks and stuff getting out on like Twitter out of and like without the the nicety of context sometimes that can like spoil like a, a book and not just even the way of like ruin the plot, but just like ruin the, 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 any kind of sentiment towards it. Um, you brought up a, but, yeah, like, sorry, yeah. sorry. No, no I, I, I was just going to say like, yeah, like I, I think, I think it is, it is nice when it happens where like there is a nice turning point where it's like, okay, here's where we were going with this. And this is what we were building for. This is why I'm here. And that's not always going to happen. And like, sometimes Sometimes you'll get through, especially if it's like an event miniseries where it's like delays or like out, outside like influences or editorial decisions and stuff can mess with it so much that it's like you get to the end of it and you're like, wait, what was any of this for? What 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 happened here? Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm glad to hear that Batman versus Robin is has found its footing and that it's 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 heading direction because I know when when they showed the stuff in New York Comic Con for Lazarus Planet it had me really excited for like what, what all this is supposed to be. Uh, and I know that this is the first time I'm here about of... Lazarus planet. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. apparently the, the, the next big DC event uh-huh. that is spinning out of the, the Batman's room is going to call Lazarus planet. Cause I guess as it, as, and the fallout from, I think the next issue, I think is what they said mm-hmm. might be the one after it even, but like there's going to be essentially a Lazarus volcano that erupts and spews the Lazarus chemical into the atmosphere and it's it's going to give people who don't have powers powers, and it's going to seriously mess with the powers of people who are already like metahuman. Interesting. Um, like like the 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 promo images they've shown of it has like a feature like oh, like um, uh, Mercy Graves is going to play a big part of it. Uh, the question is going to be a big part of it. Firestorm is going to be a big part of it. Monkey Prince is going to be a big part of it. Like it's 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 a wild spread of characters who are going to be the main focus of it which is part of the reason why i'm excited because i was like i just love it whenever like dc or marvel either the big two gives like a, a spotlight series that is just like who haven't we seen in a while and it's just like let's see what's let's check in with them how are they doing and it's also people were losing their minds because it was an image of like batman with the dr fate mask on yeah that sounds wild. this is the first time i'm hearing about it but like i'm on board okay let's let's see if they can do something new with it uh, It'll be interesting if if they could do it. Who's writing it? I think it's also it's it's a, it's a I think Wade is like overseeing it, but so. I don't think he's the main writer on it's it. Not? Hmm. Okay, because uh, Mark Wade's look. doing a real good job on Batman Superman World's Finest. Yes, so, that's a consistently great book. That's a good one. So yeah. then, Manny, why are you talking shit on Wade? That's he wasn't though. He he's, saying, running, he's, he's, got, he's up here with, yeah. with World's Finest, and then he gave me issues one and two of Batman and Robin. And I was like, what's going on here? Like you're, you're this person. 
why are you why are you giving me this quality work yeah you know so that's 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 why i'm on wage right like, yeah if you show me that you're consistently a great writer and then you give me two issues that are crap what's going on are you okay right do you, are you someone check on hard? mark wade do, yeah exactly <laughs> like do, do you we need to like put down your your uh, number of projects it's okay you know people get tired yeah, you can it's fine just focus just focus in yeah focus yeah that's that's the main thing focus but when you uh justin when you were talking about how like it takes time you know you got to do you got to give it like three to five issues or something like that same thing happened with dark crisis isn't like anywhere near my top but this last issue was one of the better ones which is not saying much in my opinion of dark crisis but <laughs> this issue was like oh this is actually kind of good like i'm actually invested now instead of rolling my eyes turning the page rolling my eyes what's going on right now what who's the actual villain is it deathstroke is it pariah and yeah it, but in this one it was like oh this is nice i still roll my eyes at the end with, with deathstroke and stuff but like a lot of books this week it's it's like okay i'm glad i waited yeah mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it it's very comparable and anyone who doesn't read comics they don't understand like how comics kind of works but like it's comparable to watching a TV show, whether you're bulk watching it, like binging it, or whether you're mm-hmm. watching it week to week. And mm-hmm. a specific show might, you know, be better binged, and some shows are better week to week. And if you're watching a show week to week, you got to understand that, like, sometimes there will be episodes that are just a little bit weaker, or it might be a little slower, or they might be setting up for the next episode. And so an issue of a comic is like an episode of a, of a, you know, of a book. Uh, I think that's, that's pretty apropos, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think, I think it's, it's, it's a good comparison. It, it, it's, it's like the difference between like, like it'd be like the difference between like Breaking Bad and a show like Friends or something like this, like, like something that has like the Big Bang Theory, something that's big, that, that has been, has hundreds of episodes across like multiple seasons versus like a prestige, like one season, 12 episode thing. It's like, there's going to each, each one of those is going to hit harder because they only have this amount of time yeah. to get through the entire story they want to tell Yeah. versus like a book like Amazing Spider-Man or Flash or Action Comics, which has been running for decades and has hundreds of, if not thousands of issues. And so it, it's a thing of like, sometimes you're going to get a filler, like a, a feeling of filler sometimes and like it's 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 one of those things. It's like sometimes it can be disappointing, especially if you're like a month to month reader. It's like, oh, it's a different illustrator on this issue, or oh, it's it's not the same writer mm-hmm. for whatever reason, or oh, the 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 focus isn't on it, it's on a different character. And like sometimes those can be pleasant surprises. Sometimes there's there's, there's great like issues that come out of that. But yeah, that sometimes could be like, okay, when are we gonna get back to like the story though? Right. We're really, we're really all in on this. Right. Yeah. You just gotta be like, well, I guess next month, next month, then we'll we'll get back to it. Okay. It's yeah, it's like next week. I hope I hope the episode yeah is you know maybe they're getting back on track. You know, yeah. um, but I, yeah, I just I have a like my joy in both comics and TV is watching week to week, or reading month to month. Right, like that's mm-hmm. just the way I like to operate because I like to think about things. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and but sometimes it does hurt where you're like, I want the next episode, like, or the next issue to come like right now. 
So mm-hmm. I, usually, I usually feel like that when it's a, when it's a bad issue. Like I need the next issue mm. to to make it better. Yeah, yeah. Cleanse, <laughs> just cleanse the palate. Just be like yes. that one. That one was, but next one. But the next one though. Yeah, the next one has to be good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, was there another book that we all read? Um, do we all Four read? One? Yes, I would say. Do we all read Fantastic Four? Manny did. Yeah, no, it was it was good. Uh, I will say I really enjoyed Dan Slott's Fantastic Four run. Uh, so this is, this is already a little different. So yeah, I was just saying I I didn't like it. So I am I am happy for a new, a kind of a fresh start and a fresh take. I I, I had I had said that upon reading it that like I was already like willing to ready to like love the book just for the sheer sake of like I enjoy the creators and also it's not Dan Slott running it right now. Um, but it's like also like the fact that it like leads off being a like Ben Grimm centric like issue. Yeah. Um, it's it's. I'll, yeah. I will say the the one thing I did not enjoy about this one is that it it paralleled Amazing Spider Man at the moment where big explosion at the end of the piece. Is it the same explosion? I had, caught, I had caught that. I had caught that as well. I don't think it's the same explosion. I think it's, it's a different work. one. Really? It would be really cool if it's the same explosion. I think it's the I, same. That would, that yeah. would, because because this would one is hope. this one is it, it could be, but but this one like, like again like we don't know yet because you know that, that's like the, the whole that. the whole hook of the cliffhanger is that it was apparently it was a massive explosion. I think something to do because it looked like it was the area where the Baxter building used right. to be. Okay. Um, because it was a giant smoking crater, um, but, and that Reed had something to do with it. Here's the thing, though. In Amazing Spider-Man One, in, in the new Amazing Spider-Man One, there is a link between Fantastic Four and Spider-Man in what Spider-Man did. Yeah. So, are we going to say that Fantastic Four is linked to two craters? Well, I mean, we'll we'll find out. It, it's either it's either like a simple like kind of like editorial thing where like they both kind of had the idea of like this is where we want to start it and because of the delay and everything it just happened to work out that it was close enough that it felt similar but not close enough to be it or it could possibly i wouldn't put it past it to be like this is the same event this is the same thing because spider-man also starts with that time jump to the to the event and then past the event which means Um, it's probably spider-man's time jumped to now Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yeah no that would be great honestly if it's two separate ones i would hate that if it's the same one i love it because marvel didn't make a big thing of what happened with spider like they make they're making a big thing about it in the spider-man book but nowhere else and then yeah. now fantastic four is starting they're going to start making a big thing about it but within the books instead of like trying to make it a huge event that's awesome i like that that mm-hmm. That feels that feels like hey these people live in the same world. That's yeah. cool, mm-hmm. you know. Instead of being forced into it, so I, I yeah. you know I didn't it didn't even cross my mind that they could be the same. I, I'm 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 betting on them being the same crater. Otherwise, it's just too much too many craters in New York City, right? But when yeah. you, it, it's weird. Uh, but like okay, so so here's my critique about this issue. This issue was great. It made me mm-hmm. either made me cry or maybe almost cry or whatnot yes. at the end um, for many different reasons. But also, but I, I didn't like the fact that it was fan, a Fantastic Four issue one and it didn't have the Fantastic Four. And mm-hmm. I feel like this issue could have been Fantastic Four issue zero. You know, when they 
like they sometimes do those. Yeah. And then an annual end with the crater. And then it's like new Fantastic Four coming out. What's the crater? It would have made more but sense. See, but I, I feel like I, I but again, what I, I think what is interesting about it is that they're it, to also kind of mirror what is happening in Amazing Spider-Man right now. The emphasis is very clearly not the event that caused the crater. The event, the the, the emphasis is, is that the fallout that it created and why the Fantastic Four had to go their separate ways for the time being, and what is going to bring them back. To me, it it it, it feels like a, a sort of like a slight echo of the um, Grant Morrison one two three four Fantastic Four series. Um, where each it, it, it kind of each issue kind of focusing on a different member of of the four and kind of like was a little more about that and so I I I am fine with it because it also clearly sets a precedent of like this is different this is a new new story new way about it I also really liked in the back of the book after the book of of Ryan North lying out like what his four like tenets of a Fantastic Four story should be, and I'm excited to see him getting to play into that a little more. What were the four tenants, real quick? Because I I, so, I saw it and I was like, I can't read all this. <laughs> no, it, it, it was it was actually really good. Uh, so the four tenants were uh, the Fantastic Four are fun. He's like, this is not a book about it's such a bummer to have superpowers and the responsibility. This isn't Spider Man. We don't got to be woe is me about it. Like, it's awesome that we have superpowers and we can do awesome things with them. Yeah. Uh, the, the Fantastic Four are adventurers. It's like exploring the unknown is cool. And that's what the Fantastic Four are best known for. Like, they they go out, they adventure into things that shouldn't exist or, you know, can be hardly understood because that's their scientific adventurers. Uh, the Fantastic Four can do anything. Um He's like, he's like we want to recapture the feeling of the FF like they were in the 60s where anything could happen. We have to let... What's come before be there to inspire stories, but not limit them. So he's basically saying, like, I'm not fully discarding Slot's run. I'm not discarding anything that's had come before. I'm using parts of it that will benefit the story we're telling to propel the story. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, the Fantastic Four are accessible, um, which I think is a part of the reason why this issue, this issue one is the way that it is, because he's like, it should be, you shouldn't have to have read every run, every issue of Fantastic Four since '63, to, right. to to understand what's going on. Like you should be able to just jump in and get a sense of these characters, get a feel for it. Which is why I think it's, I, which is also why I like whether they're kind of building the team back, so that you can get to know each one of them individually. Because that's what, because like the next issue looks like it's going to focus on Reed and Sue. Okay. And then presumably the third issue will be Johnny, and then the fourth issue will be them coming back together. Um, and so. I think I think that that's like that's at that point I think is probably the biggest reason why they did it this way to let new audiences who maybe haven't checked out a Fantastic Four book in part because like before Slots Run picked it back up like there wasn't a Fantastic Four book for like three or four years and Mar and Marvel like it was it was a while yeah um and so like you know the like people they've fallen out like there's people there's new readers who maybe don't know who the Fantastic Four is and so I think this is a good a good way to lead them down like here's these characters and here's why they matter and here's what's important and i also like that it, it was like there were fun little nods and like not quite like easter eggs really but like little nods to various big things about like the fantasy four history like throughout this like like when ben and alicia talked about their kids yeah that 
like I said, because that was a big part of the slot run. Um, and like, also, like, I like there was a one throwaway joke that I like in the, in the bit where they were trying to figure out a way to stop the time loop from happening. And the, Ben tries to stop somebody in a car, and the guy apparently mentions Phineas Horton, which is a great pull because Phineas Horton is the inventor of the original Human Torch, the Android, the Android version. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a fun little like nod nod to that. But I'm I'm I mean I'm I'm just really excited. It 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 felt it felt like the, the kind of a nice like encapsulated story. So you knew you get a feel like who the character is. While also pulling back on that bigger, like, there's more to it. There's a reason why we're here and not with Sue and, and Reed and Johnny right now. And like, we're going to, we're going to show, we're going to slowly explain why. And I, I, I like that. And I'm excited to, I'm excited to, once we get to the point, I'm excited to have the family back together again, to have that sense of like making amends and like going out on adventures and everything. Yeah. I'm excited to get there, but I, I, I was really, I was a big fan of this as like the initial, like, here's what we're doing kind of thing. You no, know, it, it, it's interesting because uh, you mentioned those four four pillars of what a Fantastic Four story needs to be. And, and I got all of those from Dan Slott's run. I, I, I don't see, I don't see why you didn't like it. It's uh, all uh, into this fight. Uh, well, we don't have time to fight, fight. No, I, we're going to fight. Do, do I do like fight. Dan Slott's run, except for the Reckoning War. I did not like the reckoning. Yeah, more. that was bad. It yeah. was, but like I did like the the Johnny gets gets the love bracelet, like the soulmate bracelet thing with with the bird lady. You know what I'm talking about? Like I like that. Yeah, I think I, I think I think a lot of a lot of mine stems from, and I think with a lot of the consternation stems more from I think that his his disregard if not actual disdain for valeria and uh franklin franklin like yeah. of, of them because like before that like 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 the the i think the reason why like the hickman run one of the reasons that people tend to point to why like the hickman run is like the hickman run like you gotta read the hickman run is because it felt like a family book and because they included the extended family because like they didn't discount Valeria and Franklin as being just as valid members of the of of the Fantastic Four as anyone else, and I think that I think a big part of it, and, and, and you know, like I I think I still also have a little bit of that bitterness and resentment of them retconning Franklin's mutantum as mm-hmm. well, um, and just like not really getting to see Franklin at all, uh, really for like yeah. besides the one like the one like FF X Men miniseries like way yeah. back in like 2018 into 2019. Um, but yeah, I, I know it, it just, for me, for me, I just wasn't a personal, it was like, it, it wasn't hitting me the same way. And so I, I was, I was like, I'll let it, it's going to go. And like when it, when, when it, when inevitably they change over, I'll check it out again and see if I like whatever comes next. Yeah. You know, the whole Franklin thing, I thought that they, they were handling it very well at the beginning and then it just kind of petered out and yeah. they didn't, mm-hmm. they just, we're not going to mention it. I think it's, yeah. I think it's because like. Like the Krakoa X Men titles had enough to work with. They're like, we don't need Franklin right now. So then they're like, do we need Franklin ever? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. Dan, Dan Slott went. Now that you mention it, um, no, because I, I also know like like there's like there's a one of the big like contention points, uh, especially for people who are not fans of Mister Sinister, 
is like, how are we going to go ahead and say that like Sinister gets a seat at the council when he spliced himself an X gene to become a mutant, but Franklin using his powers to make himself a mutant doesn't count the same way. It's political. They needed Sinister. Yeah. They need Sinister. Yeah, yeah. that's a tough. Uh, that's a tough answer. Let, yeah. Let's let's pivot to the X titles. Uh, specifically, let's yeah. let's talk Axe Judgment Day Omega. Uh, mm-hmm. Not much. Not much happens in it, and it's a very Eternals. It's it's almost all Eternals, if not all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It, 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 it it's it's the sole focus of it. We do get we do get a brief little flicker of Krakoa when they go to drop off the seed that has Krakoan that has like the Krakoan writing on it that the machine left. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh Manny didn't read it, right? I, I've read like the first five pages of it so far. It depends that, on whether you like the here. Eternals or not. Yeah, really, and, and really, what, really what what them. what what Judgment Day Omega really is is like it is in a sense the you know the capstone the the final bit of the judgment day but what it really is is a final issue of the Kieran Gillen Eternals run which was great and i do ha- i as someone who could not have cared less about the eternals before the movie and before this this comic run came out it is really fantastic and it actually is like oh yeah okay i like these characters now and like i'm sad to see them go but yeah, I mean, it basically, it basically, it's just kind of like here is where the Eternals stand. So are they Judgment leaving? Day? Uh, is this like the the fight? Like they're saying we're out, we're not going to be on Earth anymore, we're not going to be affiliated. I mean, kind of, basically, kind of like like what what kind of this one kind of set up was that like you know now that like Zerus is back in charge of the Eternals after the thing with Droog, uh, is basically like we're gonna keep. We're basically we've made our reparations. We we've said that we're going to share this technology with Earth and with humans. And we're going to do that. Like they're not going to know what to do with it anyway. So we'll gladly give them this technology. Like we'll give them what's what's clean energy going to do? They're going to wipe themselves out in two thousand years anyhow. It's like we'll still be around. We're not going to worry about this. Um, but essentially, it's like again, like the the internals are like very now evenly split between the ones who were like. We don't want anything to do with humanity after the mess that was Judgment Day and after they almost got us all wiped out. And then the group that is like, we need to protect humanity at all costs, but we cannot do it the way we've been doing it. Because, yeah. um, like, it's it, it deals with, like, um, Ajax Celestials. Factions, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's, there's, you know, Ajax became the new Celestial God of the Eternals in Judgment Day. And kind of her first dictates were like with or with the core group that we 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 associate as like the team the eternals um and basically telling her like i'm all about heresy like we have the, like the three rules we abide by and i'm basically telling you that that's all be like we don't we can't we can't do that anymore because it wasn't doing us any good it's like mm-hmm. i'm i'm only as good a god as you are in executing these things and if there's any fallacy in me then what's what like, that's what we've learned about from judgment day is like it was a false. It was a false god who was fallible, and that's why we could beat him, and why he undid everything, and why he made me a god because it was my turn to try to do something better. Um, and so, like, it's like it's like that team is basically like shown at the end of it, like not quite disbanded, but just like very much on the DL. They're like, yeah, they're, like, they're all kind su- of doing their own thing, subtly. right? Mm-hmm. They're just shown like subtly going through and helping humanity kind of in the shadows, kind of from a distance, 
not as upfront as they would have been before. Because also, again, we're still like they show like with Star Fox and everything. People still hate the Eternals now. Yeah. Now that they know all about the whole resurrection process. Hate them. Uh, I, I weirdly enough, before we move on to another title, is that uh, I like Mimasaur. Meme, 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 yeah, Yeah, sign, sign the Mimator. I like, and I mm-hmm. didn't. I, I was like, uh, there's a moment in this book where I'm like, oh. I don't know. There's a connection that Sign the Mimator makes with just a random human about her poetry, right, or about her writing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and. Sign the Mimator is like, I'm gonna go away to the armory. Um, and I won't probably won't be back for another thousand or so years. I'll read your work when I come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I bet, I bet, I bet your poetry is good. I'm gonna work on my own poetry. Yeah. Uh, I hope, hopefully, I will never see you again since I'm just literally a weapon that's only brought out in like the worst case scenarios. Um, but keep working on your work, keep doing good. Yeah. Um, interesting. There, there are, uh, I don't want to, I talk about this, I've been talking about this a lot lately on the multiple shows that we do, but I don't, I, I get really um, emotional when it comes to people dying and knowing they're going to die and dealing with, like, it's not just death, yeah. but it's about, like, the upcoming impending doom. There's a thing that makes me emotional about, like, what people do in their last moments. So, like, Axe mm-hmm. Judgment Day number six oh, yeah. deals with that, and Justice for Arjun, like, this mm-hmm. random guy who just dies mm-hmm. and his wife and it follows kind of his wife like because he dies and then because of the eternal machine mm-hmm. yeah he's just his flame is snuffed out randomly it's random chance because that's how eternals come back to life you just kill a random human and so arjun just died and like his wife no. has to continue he's not no. getting brought back no you know? And that, that, that was the other thing, too, is like another point that is like a continuation of the Gillen run is a big part of this one is Icarus going to the uh, grieving mother of a boy that died because of the machine. Because, that's, that's what I thought reading. Yeah. Yeah. Because it basically. Yeah. yeah so like he, he had he'd been given like a dream that. This kid, he was like shown like crying at this kid's grave, and he's like, "I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna leave his side. I'm gonna make sure this nothing bad happens to this kid." And in trying to like defend him, he ends up dying. And when he's brought back, the kid dies in order to bring him back. And so like he goes and like visits his mom, and like the mom is just like tells him to get out, like tries like stabbing him, tries like throwing like hot grease in his face, and none of it does anything to him. And it just hurts. Her. Yeah, it just hurts her. It ends up hurting her. And like she like and like he just kind of sits with it. And like she ends up yeah, I think he ends up like living, going to move in with her with her, like stay in like a spare bedroom because that's his like penance to himself is like I'm I'm going to stay here until I have made amends for robbing something. And I know I'm never going to, but that just means I'm not I'm gonna just have to keep doing this work until I can do something with this and yeah. it's, it's a really interesting like character arc for icarus yeah i'm not really that into eternals but i think they have been this kieran gillen stuff has been doing a pretty good job with eternals um uh for the sake of time uh we can hit a bunch of different things if we just have like 10 seconds on each thing if yeah. you guys got quick blurbs this is the time to do it um uh Marauders 8 
and Legion of X7 are losing me. I don't know if you guys feel the same way if you guys are reading it, but they are it's losing me. Legion Legion of X is getting too much astral planey and Marauders 8 is getting too much time travel alien me for me. See, I'm I'm interested I'm interested because I'm feeling about that way with Marauders, uh-huh. but this one actually like I've been bringing back like Judgment Day, the Judgment Day tie-in stuff especially with Legion was really, really kind of pulled me back in. Yeah. And I'm, I'm back now. And like, I, I will like, I actually really enjoyed this issue. If only because of like, I have liked the way that Cyspirior writes Legion. It's very clear, like a very evident how much Cyspirior loves the character of Legion and wants to bring him in. I like the stuff that they tied in with the like technarchy phalanx thing that Jonathan Hickman had set up back at the beginning of Hoxpox. Um, and about this like possibility of like, you know, lately the technarchy like coming to like invade like if, if the astral presence gets too big yeah they'll just show up um and i also just really like the stuff between sinister and dr nemesis i really enjoy yeah. how much they hate each other it is very funny to read but sinister is like flirting so hard yeah. he's flirting yeah. <laughs> uh it's interesting uh, but yeah i uh i don't i there that's the thing about all these x-men books that i don't want to give up because they each have moments of X-Men stuff that I'm like, mm-hmm. you're getting a better sense of kind of everything. But at the same time, like Legion of X is too heady and Marauders is just too science fiction crazy. And I yeah, don't, I don't read the Excalibur, whatever the Excalibur, no, the Excalibur one's done, right? Knights Knight, of X. Knights of X, Knights of X ended. Uh, I didn't it's like it. Continue with it's, a new uh, Captain Britain book, oh, which I am looking forward to. I cannot. I don't. Um, I don't like m- magic and mutants together. Other than yeah, ma- I, other I, than like magic. I was about to say, what about magic? like magic? <laughs> yes, but like, I don't I, like. I loved it. Arthurian I, I, legend I, with my mutants. Scarlet. I was. Knight. I was a big fan, but I, I also read the like the 80s Excalibur stuff which like this last run in Knights of X was like a big continuation yeah. of it, so I was happy with that. Yeah. I don't like Captain Britain and the other world or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. like I don't like it. But okay, cool. I'm not yucking anyone's yum. It's just not for me, you know? Uh <laughs> I, was, I just I, I love don't... my X-Men stuff, but I I want to be able to read it all, so I do get a little selfish when I'm like, uh this one X-Men title out of 15 <laughs> isn't really for me and I'm like, I want all 15, but it's fair. I'm not reading either, but I almost picked up Legion of X this this week. The the variant cover with the mm-hmm. it was like purplish, kind of looked like Ghost Rider. It's Ban- Banshee. It's Banshee. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's Banshee now. Banshee be- it took on a spirit of vengeance. Um, I, I like heard the that. Voice of the flame. And I was like, this looks it's, really it's cool. Neat. I'm gonna pick it up, and then I was like, no, I don't need it. No, I got <laughs> <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> Um, it's 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 really neat. I my only my only thing about it too, and that I'm 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 again because I'm trusting in Cyspurrier, I'm trusting that there's things are going. And the end of it clearly also felt that it was going somewhere. I got anxious when like the images came out of Nightcrawler with the horns because I'm always hating like anytime someone's like no, but he's a demon. It's like no, because like the whole the whole thing with Nightcrawler is he's not a demon. Like yeah. he's not he's very been, like that's been his whole deal. Is that like he looks like a demon, but he's a really nice guy. And he's not a demon, and like anything to make him look more like a demon, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, um, yeah, that's because Archangel has has further mutated in the way that Nightcrawler mm-hmm. has too. So interesting to see what happens there. Sabretooth and the Exiles, number one. Did you guys read it? Oh, good. It so was so good, good, and it's a spiritual. It's like a spiritual successor to Hellions, where you just get a bunch mm-hmm. of weirdos together. 
and you're like, let's see how that what what they do. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, Sabretooth, Lake through the Vols Sabretooth series is probably going to be end up being in my top 10, if not my top five books of this year. Mm-hmm. It's it's really it's it, he does a really good job of like blending what is going on with like mutants and Krakoa and everything happening in the Marvel universe right now with like actual real world stuff like Sabretooth is all about like prison reform and like how like you know the way that like should capital punishment exist and like how we should be like looking at capital punishment as a tool of like trying to like better people or if we just use it as a way to put the people we don't care about in a hole and not think about them yeah um and yeah i'm, I'm really interested with this one because I, I had forgotten when they brought in the villain in this one i had forgotten about her being in children of the atom until i saw the little footnote and i was like oh yeah. yeah i didn't like children of the atom i ended up i ended up liking it i didn't like it at first um but i i ended up it's one of those things where it's like i don't like it individually but as a whole i'm like mm-hmm. I, I i can enjoy it um again like talking about like a book that is like better to binge than to read monthly i feel like i feel like binging children of the atom is a better experience than have them as it was coming out yeah that's fair manny manny doesn't read any of the x-men titles no x-men titles man i don't blame you it is it is a full-time job keeping up with that's what i figured yeah as soon as it started to like build up i was like you know what i'm gonna call it quits here well, I still can, because I know if I kept going, I, I wouldn't want to. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, all, all you have to do is apparently, you know, if you just wait until like next August when Fall of X happens and apparently whatever, however that shakes out, then you'll be able to just sit down and catch up on all of it. Or it's like whatever's You're happening. You're never going to be able to catch up. I talked to Ambrosia about this <laughs> on a previous episode and, and I crunched the numbers. I said, yeah, if you read 60 comics a week now it would still take you like a year or two to catch up. Like if you oh, want to read everything, if you want to read everything, because right. it, it is 15 titles a month. So in order to catch back up, you'd have to like, uh, no, it wasn't 60. It was like 30 titles a week would take mm-hmm. you a year or two or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had to, I had to like be like, I can't keep up with all of it. Like that's why like I, I, the ones I set aside were like X-Force and Wolverine. Are the two like I will eventually get to them, oh, but yeah. I, I, I just, I just also just they're, like they're every, getting good. I know, I know they're getting good, and like I've, I've enjoyed the stuff I've read, but it's also one of those things where it's like every issue that goes by, Beast is not thrown in the pit for everything he has done for whatever new war crime he's that's done this ra- week. That's ramping up in Wolverine right now. Oh, I know. Um, but I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait until I have confirmation that Beast gets his ass nailed to the wall, and then. I will be like, all right, now I will catch up into this because I don't, I don't, I can't do the month to month being like, what's it going to take? Uh, with I've what's happening, in, with, with what's happening in Wolverine 27 and 26, there's no, I don't, I don't know how Beast will get away with it. Like there's. I did not know Beast was a bad guy. Is he a bad guy now? He's, I think they're, <laughs> so, I think they're trying to lead us into Dark Beast with him. Oh well, here's, but like, I don't here's, know. Here's, Here's the tricky thing. It's like one of those things where it's like, if you want to get really super technical with it, Beast began a downward slide in the 90s, uh, around the time the Legacy Virus storyline was going on, because there's an issue where he gives over a young black mutant named Threnody to Mr. Sinister because... 
he says that he can use her powers of like harnessing death energy to find a cure for the legacy virus and beast excuse for why he did it is because he knows that mr sinister is willing to cross boundaries in terms of ethics that he could that beast couldn't justify which was in itself crossing an ethical line yeah. just he just wouldn't and it makes, it's one of those things where it's just like beast is like one of those people like for the greater good as far as he is concerned and like whatever he is like willing to do it's it's been really interesting i mean it's been really interesting to watch i know it's i i i'm glad that i'm not a bigger fan of beast because i know that watching what has been happening with beast over the last like two decades has got to be hard to hard hard for anyone who's trying to justify like why do you love beast it's like I don't know, man. In like the '80s and into the '90s, he was this really cool character, and then like sometime around the early 2000s, and like ever since then, he's been kind of a huge dick. It's like I don't know what to do. Uh, yeah. I mean, and now Abigail Brand is also really bad. Oh yeah. Yep. So you know, um, what are some other ones that you guys read that you guys want to talk through real quick before? Um, did, you guys, did, did any of you read? Um. I think it's either image or boom, uh, dark ride. No, I, I have it on my like to read. It is really great. It's just basically a, uh, a horror style of, of Disney world. And like, it starts <laughs> off like the very first book tells you the guy that created, like, let's just say the Disney of this world. He made a deal with the devil to be successful and he created this and now we go into the story of his two children trying to maintain that success and how they go about it. But, and then that's like one main uh, storyline. But under that, there's a person like a teenager who really loves everything about Walt Disney, right? Or this Disney and yeah. kind of like in real life, they, they go, they know everything about the theme park, blah, blah, blah. They, he starts to work at the theme park and then he goes missing. And so in this second issue, it's, it's a, uh, you know, no one's looking for him. <laughs> and they, they kind of just said, like, oh, yeah, he worked one day, got scared off, and he never came back. And that that's all it is. But um, nothing crazy has happened. But at the same time, a lot of crazy stuff has happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to also explain it. I do, I do recommend it. I think it's only going to be three or four or five issues, though. So. Mm. Uh, I mean, the covers look interesting. I'll say that I've been holding myself back from buying those variants, yeah, as well. Like I don't, I don't need that. I don't care about theme parks well en- enough to justify this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> quick one, one sentence reviews. Uh, I want to hit the ones that you guys uh, that we haven't like been able to hit. Um, anyone read Spider Man two? Because there's a Spider Man and Amazing Spider Man mm-hmm. comic. Anyone have a Spider-Man. quick? Yeah, I know there's the it's, it's the Dan Slot Spider Man, right? End of Spider Verse, yeah. yeah. And I will say that's definitely a bad dance lot. There you go. That's your one second review. <laughs> yeah. Uh my my sentence for it is uh I don't know. We'll see. It's 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 the yeah. same, it's the third Spider-Verse like crossover. Yeah. So we'll see. Um we got Batgirls 12. Anyone got uh a sentence review? Did anyone read it? I read it, yeah. Um I thought. I was like, oh, is this a, a new artist? Like you were talking about this, Justin, how like sometimes when the artists change, uh, I haven't liked any of the artists on Batgirls. You know, I, I really do like Jorge Corona, but in, in Batgirls, I just, it wasn't right. And mm-hmm. uh, now I'm looking at it again and I was like, that's a different artist and it's still not great. So, right. but it, I mean, 
Oof. Yeah, no, it was it was it was an issue. It was a conclusion, kind of. But the story is good or not good? It was all right. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that that that's all I can really say. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I did not get to Ninth House on the Lake eleven, but I did. I have read up to ten, and I just know it's going to be confusing, so I'm just gonna I'm keeping it for later. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's the review right there. Read yeah. one through eleven again, or one through ten. You have again, to. You every to. new issue, you got to reread it from to. the beginning. It's uh, it's because they they fuck with you, you like your mind because they like they retcon things in continuity. Yeah, that you're supposed to. Pick this up one on. is not gonna. You're not gonna, if this is how you're feeling about it. <laughs> I I'm this, gonna this have issue to. is gonna you're gonna love it. Yeah, uh, Radiant Black nineteen. Anyone got a quick review? Sentence. I need. I need to catch up. I, <laughs> I, I, I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying Radiant Black. I know I haven't read like the first nearly like, ten issues or so. Yeah. I, I think need, I'm like I twelve. Need, and... I need to catch up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like the. This is like the first filler issue. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Not really, because like, it is building up some great stuff, but nothing as as great has been happening in, in this issue that, that has been happening in the other issues. So this is still a really great issue. Still, the series is amazing, but this is one that's like, mm, yeah, this is, we're, we're taking a break. This is a little, this is the uphill, I guess, from the, the, the roller coaster. Yeah. We're about to go back down. Yeah. In a good way. Uh, Superman, son of Kal-El 17, John, um, it's the issue essentially where John comes out to, to Superman. Uh, I didn't, really understand his apprehension but i do know that things are complicated just the fact like he didn't grow up with his dad right like he aged he aged up and then his dad goes to war world and like of course i don't know if anyone can spin like does anyone's view of superman a homophobic because i don't feel like (laughs) no like i don't i don't even know how homophobes would believe that superman is homophobic But I think the message is is good to say like like everything that that Clark and his dad talked about of saying like you know some fathers only care about their view and how they look when their son or their daughter comes out in a certain way yeah uh, and instead of loving their children for who they are they care about how it looks for them and so yeah the message is good but like you can't Clark would never in a million years. <laughs> react in a in a negative way you wouldn't even see that fraction of a second of a of a face that that john was saying like, there's yeah. no disappointment yeah um but i mean i liked it it was it was sweet you know it's kind of like a sweet issue a good moment yeah, yeah. uh traveling we, to mars believe, what's up i was gonna say, i was gonna say do we believe that john beat uh superman to to vega three in a race <laughs> I think I think he said he did, so I don't know. He said, he said it. Yeah, he did say legitimately he beat me, but yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Uh, tell tell me real quick about traveling to Mars because that was the one that like that popped one, up out of nowhere. That one, yeah, yeah. I was I saw the cover and I was like, that looks interesting. It's like a a guitar going towards Mars, and mm-hmm. I was like, I, I'll read it. And it's basically about this guy who is going to be the first human on Mars, and the reason he got chosen is because he has like stage four cancer oh, sure. and uh so they don't they're like we're not going to have a plan for you to come home right so mm-hmm. if you want to die in mars and essentially it's like a race to mars whoever can make it to mars first can claim the natural resources of mars uh so this is him claiming the uh mars natural resources but at the same time it's a story about him battling his his cancer so okay 
Interesting. Interesting, but I'm not, I wouldn't say it's ever going to be on my top picks. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman 793 is a good jumping on point for anyone. It focuses on the Trinity and a abandoned JLA uh, satellite. So it's really, it's a good jumping on point. And it's about Wonder Woman and then her relationship with Batman and Superman. Good place to start if if you want to get on, if you want to get back on board, uh, which is me. I want to get back on board. So <laughs> this was a good one. Um, Avengers 62 is just another like, Avengers 1 million BC kind of uh tie in. Can, it's, can I tell you like I am I am ready for Aaron to not be on this book anymore. I'm just like I don't know what is happening. They're spinning their wheels. It feels, it, it, it feels like I'm I'm sure that the like whatever the big Avengers forever thing that he's gonna do where it's apparently gonna focus on everyone who has ever been an Avenger across the multiverse and through time. It's like cool great get that out of your system and then hand the reins like like i I think it's it's time yeah um uh i don't know Uh, other than it gave me a cool i want to do a cosplay of agamotto would Mm -hmm. would just get a bunch of deer antlers and put it on my back and like do that (laughs) but all right uh captain america central sentinel of liberty six is uh it's cool it is what it is. It's furthering this like shadow organization plot line. Um, and then Batman Incorporated 2, I think, is really good, actually. Um, and it deals with Ghostmaker had a sidekick in the past that he's covered up. So so the the person that we see in the covers, it's it's not Clown Hunter. It's it's uh I don't know. I think there's like there's a variant cover or something that shows like I thought it was Kyle Hunter, and I was like, oh, that's a new suit. Good, because his suit was, was no. not great. Oh, you're talking about that trench coat guy? Uh, I'm not sure. There's I, something it's... weird. I don't know. He's not the person, but there's something going on. So I don't know. I actually don't know. But Batman Incorporated is pretty cool, especially if you like the whole like Club of Heroes, Batman from all nations kind of vibe. Um, Ghostmaker's running the show, and uh, yeah, I can't complain. I'm looking at the um, at the next issue, I guess. Yeah. Uh, any of you guys have final thoughts about any uh, books that we we covered or or did not? Um. I think the only one, I, the only two I didn't really uh, touch on that I'll, I'll say real quick. Uh, Minor Threats three, really mm-hmm. good. Uh, Minor Threats have been one of the more surprising books that I've I've really really liked. Uh, that have come out this year. I think there's only one more. There's only one more issue left. It's a four yeah. issue miniseries. Um, it it does a really good job of feeling like you just picked up a book for a universe that has been running for decades. Yeah, it feels very lived in and very well thought out. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm excited because I know I know that, that Jordan Blum has talked about that they're going to want to kind of like build out from this universe. That they're looking to do other mm-hmm. miniseries within the shared. Uh, universe of looking at some of the other characters that have popped in once or twice that we've, or we've only seen mentioned. Um, so I'm excited for more of that. Kind of, it, it, it gives me the, a similar feeling to how I felt with like Black Hammer, um, but obviously taken in less of a like Jeff Lemire, like what are we trying to say when we talk about superheroes kind of thing and being more like, why do we love superhero stories so much? And it's like, it's like more like, what, what, what do we love about like Silver Age characters and like how do they deal with modern threats? Yeah. Um, I'm liking that. And then the other one I mentioned 
at the top of the show, Specs, number one from oh, Boom. Yeah. Um, that one's, it's, it's a really interesting like concept because it's just, story takes place in the 80s, two kids, um, one of whom is gay, but who is not out about it because it's the 80s. Um, and he's lived in like small town America and, uh, you know, he's in love with his best friend. He's a big comic book reading nerd. Um, and they find like an ad for these like gamma ray specs that can like make whatever you wish. You can see it when you look through the glasses mm. and mysteriously a pair shows up at his house and he and his friends start kind of testing it out and it works. Like it, the, and they, they, they realize that it's like works on like dumb stuff, like wishing you had more ice cream, wishing that your fastball was five miles per hour faster. And they're just kind of like using it in these little ways to kind of make their lives a little incrementally better in the small town. That is also like, you know, his, his best friend is the only black kid at their high school. And so he deals with that a lot. Um, and then at like the end of it, like there's like a bully that's been like picking on him and like jumps him with a switchblade and they use the glasses to make him disappear. And so now it's like, what's going to happen after this? Cause it like, it frames it like at the top of like, he w- went missing and like, they like, he put up posters and had search parties, but they never found him. And only he and the other guy know the truth of what happened. And so it's, I think it's kind of like how this starts to kind of tear at their friendship yeah. of having to keep this secret. I might, I might jump on that. It takes a lot for me it's, to jump on an indie title, but like, all right. I'll give, I'll it, give it, 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 it's it's a solid opening issue. I really like the art on it, um, and I think it, it's it's a cool enough premise. And, and again, I think it's a, it's a, it's another mini series. I think it's only gonna be like six issues, okay. so it should be pretty easy to keep up with. All right, all right. Um, uh, for the sake of time, I do want to thank you guys. Uh, I was gonna thank you guys anyway for coming on the show oh, and you. taking time out of your day to be on here. For the sake of time, we got to wrap things up. But, um. Before we get going, I want to know, uh, Justin, uh, real quick, where can we find you online? Um, yeah, where can we find you online? Yeah, uh, you can find me again. I because I did not think any of this ahead of time. I have three very I have different handles based on my social media. Um, so on TikTok, I'm at uh, moose underscore zero or moose o. Um, I, it's it's a lot of it's what this is, but more and and in three minute segments yeah um it's just a lot of character deep dives a lot of like reviews of mostly like uh, I, I try to shout out a lot of like indie books when i can just because you know marvel and dc are going to have the marketing behind theirs and smaller books might not always happen so i'd like to you know shout it out where i can yeah um and then on twitter i'm at moo underscore so so like moo like a cow so like a needle pulling thread um Again, you'll find them more of the same on all my social media, but and then my uh, Instagram handle is uh, also similar to my TikTok handle um, in that it is moose double underscore zero because moose underscore zero was taken. Ah, you're killing me. We got to work on this. I know. Just be Justin Reed's comics. Get it over with. Yeah, I, honestly. <laughs> I love having you, Justin. Uh, social you. social media aside, I love having you. You know, uh, we'll work on your branding another time. <laughs> uh, uh, Manny, where can we find you online? No, it's, it's just as tough. You know, Manny Reads Comics on YouTube, uh, uh, TikTok, and Instagram. All right. Uh, honestly, I haven't really been doing much lately, but I, I do plan on jumping back into it with this new year that's my resolution 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, it was great having you guys. Um, for anyone out there who is watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. If you're listening to the podcast, it's wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spot uh and iHeartRadio. That's what it is. Five podcast platforms. Take your pick. Uh, however you're digesting us, thank you so much for digesting us wherever it is. Where, uh, but like, comment, subscribe, uh, give us a review. Do all that sorts of things uh, so we know that you're out there. Uh, if you want to donate back to the show, you can go on patreon.com slash the Keeg Show. We're pretty much at the Keeg Show or slash the Keeg Show wherever. TikTok and Instagram are two biggest social media uh, things. So follow us there at the Keeg Show, TikTok and Instagram. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at the Keeg Show. Um, we're all over the place, but uh, you can pretty much find us at the Keeg Show or at the Keeg Show slash the Keeg Show, whatever. Um, other than that, uh, we got the Andor after show that's Wednesday nights. That's finishing up soon. Uh, we got two more episodes of that, uh, but you can check out past episodes on our social media. Uh, comic talk is every Thursday. And this week we are talking on the Keeg talks on Sunday, uh, the Keeg talks, black Panther Wakanda forever, which I am going to see tonight. So I do got to get going to host trivia and then do that. Other than that, uh, that's pretty much the gist of things. Um, yes. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you, everybody out there for watching and or listening. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, Albert loves comics. I wanted to give you, uh, Albert, a shout out. He's on YouTube. He says, great episode. So thank you so much. And shout out to that one, Wizard Kid, on Twitch uh, as well. Um, That's it for the show. Thank you guys so much for watching. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitra Pereira. And this has been another episode of Comic Talk, this time for the week of November 10th, 2022. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Beat the